Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Sit for a spell podcast. James. Yes. And, um, and welcome back for another episode. Welcome back. It's still Valentine's Day for us. Yay. Yay. Day of love. Day of love. We hope We're you so have good. had have a lovely day. Mm-hmm. Self-love, pet love, 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 love. Whatever you want. I'm going to I'm going to see my niece in a little while. That's so cute. I love her so much. She's the cutest. So my brother was telling me that she's like obsessed with sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but she loves sharks. So he bought her like a big like a big, I would say like 18 12 or 18 inch shark like stuffed animal. Yeah. And he says he chases her around the house with it, and he makes the the jaws noise. So we're like do 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 do, you know, like he'll chase her. Then he'll chase her real quick. So he was showing me. He sent me a video. He's like, "Look at your niece." And so she gets the little. She's carrying. It's bigger than she is. Yeah. She's carrying it. She goes, da da, and then he, then she chases him. <laughs> so and she picks cute. it up and do do, and then she chases him. <laughs> That's adorable. So cute. I love her so much. I love that. Yeah. I love that she's obsessed with sharks. I think it's yeah. so funny. That is funny. It's weird what kids hold on to, man. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But, yeah. Yeah, somewhere along the way, mine discovered Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And it stuck ever since he's still obsessed with Godzilla. Which is cool. Godzilla is a cool thing to have a niche for. It's true. It is cool, but it's expensive because you can't just like buy and okay. Jess knows this already. But he's like super picky. He's very picky. He's very picky. I bought him something from like Walmart one time when the last Godzilla movie came out. Mm-hmm. And he was like he was like, Oh, thanks. And then he I could see him looking at it. And I was like, What, you don't like it? He was just like it doesn't have very much articulation. <laughs> like, what? Oh, so, my goodness. Because he has a couple of these, like, they're called SH Monster Arts. They're, like, super, they're, like, $200 for this figure. Yeah. But, like, every joint moves, every finger moves, the mouth, mm-hmm. like, the neck, like, the tail. It has, like, all these points of articulation. So, he, like, he's so... His standards are very high. <laughs> so, so funny. It's really funny. But, Ugh. I mean, he knows what he wants, so. He knows what he like, wants. You got, you got standards. So there you go. I know. That's funny. Yeah. He's adorable. Yeah, my baby. He'll be 13 this year. I can't even believe it. I was seven years old when I had him. Really? <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was young. I was 20 when I had him, so. It means I'll be 33 this year. I'm already, I'm already there. Yeah. 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now you have your baby. My baby could babysit your baby. For reals. <laughs> For reals. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. But he could. <laughs> Unless I pay him in Godzilla's. True. Then He's not interested like, in, in babies at all. No interest no. whatsoever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um... Did you watch The Vanishing at Cecil Hotel? I did. I literally just watched it yesterday, yeah. Did you finish it? I did. I think we have like one or two episodes left, but that is an intriguing story. It is. I remember when that story was like all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very strange, very sad. It is. Very strange. It is. And... Um, I mean, one, the Cecil Hotel, I personally think it's just an evil place. You know how there's like evil places, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I think that it's just a yeah. evil place, especially after watching the documentary. Because I've listened to probably like two or three different um, podcasts that had episodes specifically about Elisa Lamb, um, mm-hmm. but never really diving into the Cecil information Mm. and so Mm -hmm. getting a lot of that from this documentary was really interesting and just all the other bad things that happened there and all the other bad people that stayed there yeah didn't like richard ramirez stay there yeah he did he stayed there because they didn't care that he would come back bloody yeah and it was cheap like super Mm -hmm. cheap especially if downtown la so like if you're not from southern california downtown la is um it's not huge but it's very expensive. Very. Um, and it's very crowded. And mm-hmm. um, if you're looking for somewhere kind of cheap and anonymous to stay, like the Cecil Hotel has that reputation. Yes. And it's in the middle of everything. Like it's smack yeah. dab in the middle. So, But it's also smack dab in the time. middle of Skid Row. Yes. So I, I'm glad that they talked about that in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Same. Because... Going down there, you, it's it's very surreal and, again, very sad because Skid Row is um, – it's a big, huge section of downtown where it's, like, the only place where it's l- not illegal to be homeless, which is a, a horrible yeah. sentence to well, say. Well, because essentially the city created it, and that's yeah. what the documentary talks about, and I had no idea about yeah. that. Yeah, so they keep them all in this one particular area, but it's so it's it's strange because when you're down there, you make a turn and you're on Skid Row, and there's tent cities and people walking in the streets, mm-hmm. people on drugs, people with mental health issues. There's kids, there's women, there's men, there's it's every, dogs. There's no um, discrimination. There's everybody. No, yeah, everybody. Um, and then you drive two blocks over and there's Chanel uh, and yeah, a Chanel store and yeah. a, a, somebody walking their poodle and mm-hmm. sipping Starbucks and Tesla is driving down the street. It's like yeah. a, the segregation of it is is mind boggling because mind-boggling. it's literally, you know, one block to the next. And the yeah. Cecil is like right on that border. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we have groups advocating too. Yeah, create housing and things like that. So, if you ever see any of those, support those programs. But the it's it's a definitely 
an interesting story and I think it's definitely an evil place and mm-hmm. after watching it I don't really know what happened to her like I can't like my brain won't make a definitive decision either way my theory is the boring theory I think she just um I think it was just an accident I think she was having an episode um yeah. and she just found her way up there for whatever reason, I don't think anyone else was involved. I think it was just like a any, tragic accident. Like human was involved. Mm. But mm-hmm. Like was her because like obviously she did have like a mental um, handicap. She had mental disorder. She was bipolar. She wasn't taking her medication. But like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, or like was it yeah. compounded by something else? Yeah. I don't know. The whole situation uh, is very sad. The uh, the documentary gets I don't know. There I I liked the beginning of it. It gets very like conspiracy theory ish in the middle. I didn't like that they focus so much on like the those parts of it, like on the yeah. internet sleuths mm-hmm. and like the giving some. There were a couple characters in that that I was like, this person does not need to be like egged on more you know like, no, the, the, like, the one gentleman where i'm like this person needs something else I, think we're, to do. I think we're talking about the same person yeah, yeah. and <laughs> i think uh, i'm just like no like this does person does not need a platform you know like yeah um that part i did not like i did like the end um and i liked the beginning them talking about the hotel itself yeah but i honestly think it was just a tragic accident and i i, I uh i feel bad that um for her family that that it has to be brought up a lot yeah. and that so many people had so many conspiracy theories about it oh my gosh there's so many yeah i was surprised i knew a couple but i was surprised by how many yeah there were that they covered yeah it was well done though it was, it was well done. done and it was yeah it's got so, a reputation it does rightly so mm-hmm. i think that's on netflix netflix, netflix yeah yeah, yeah. So, if you feel that your home has something evil going on, mm-hmm. I'm going to maybe help you <laughs> clean that up a little bit today. <laughs> uh, so, today, we were talking about banishing. Um, yeah. Banishing... Uh, evil influences, thoughts, feelings, entities. Um, it mm-hmm. can really be used for a lot of things from the smallest of just your own personal emotions to the biggest of an entity in your home. Um, right. So I'm going to go through kind of like um, things you could use, um, when to do this, and just some very simple examples. Mm. what you can do love it love it all right so my sources are learnreligions.com which is my favorite uh, wikipedia.org and witchipedia.com which mm. i've used before yeah yeah so starting out in um Many of the different kinds of traditions of paganism and Wicca practice and just the occult, um, banishing is very popular. It's mm. uh, done to get rid of negative or unwanted energy, 
um, or even people who might be causing problems in your life. Um, there are some aspects of the craft practice where banishing is discouraged because you're interacting with these negative things. Mm. Um, it can kind of be seen as a hex sometimes, especially if you're actually working on a person you're trying to move away from you. So right. um, it can kind of be touchy depending on your practice, your personal mm -hmm. tradition or um, culture or uh, coven and those like rules and right. regulations essentially right um in ceremonial magic banishing refers to one or more rituals intended to remove non-physical influences ranging from spirits to negativity um mm -hmm. so even though banishing rituals are often used as kind of like a piece of a more complex ceremony, mm. um, they can be performed just specifically for like one little banishing piece, right? Okay. Um, let me see. Generally, when you do banishing, if you are um, pagan or of the Wicca, you would um, do a circle or some kind of like cleansing ritual beforehand because banishing can get tricky. Um, if the negative energy or spirit or um, people use banishing on like hexes that have been put on you are mm -hmm. particularly strong and it can like kind of backfire if you don't do it oh. correctly, you know, um, banishing is also it takes a lot of energy um, to get rid of energy. And so sometimes that can draw things to you that are like mm -hmm. attracted to that energy, you know. I think we've mm -hmm. talked about that before. Yeah. Um, let's see. And that's one of the popular things to actually do is when you have a ceremony or ritual that has a tremendous amount of energy used, some people will actually follow that ritual with a simple banishing ritual, a cleansing ritual, to just clean the space of anything that was attracted um, okay. Which is pretty interesting. So some things you can banish. Uh, you might banish, like I said, the summoned energies or entities that you might use. So say you do call on someone or something, right? And mm -hmm. you only need it for this ritual, then you might want to then um, reverse it or kind of like banish that energy away maybe a couple days later after you don't need it anymore um, or immediately following the ritual. Um, banishing spells are designed to drive away anything the magic user feels is a threat or nuisance. So that could really depend on the person, right? Right. Um, it could be a physical person, an obstacle, a debt, a disease, an addiction, a bad habit, a spirit, or just an energy or a hex. Mm. Um, banishing can be performed on an entire home, um, at entrances, on a car, on an object, um, ghost, spirit, right? So just depends on where that thing is. It doesn't matter. Um, mm -hmm. when it's performed on a person, this can be to physically 
keep the person away from you or someone else, right? Like kind okay. of create like a block to where they don't want to come. Um, uh-huh. Like it might just feel awkward like a spiritual, for them. Yeah. Um, like they just won't want to. Restraining order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like I said before, um, banishing out an addiction or trying to banish out an mm. illness. Um, yeah. Again, um, with addiction and illness, it's just important to remember that these might be good methods um, to akin to a therapy, right? Right. Where these might help you and your family or your loved one kind of like take a step. But just remember for illness and addiction, um, actual mental health and um, medical support is necessary. Yes. Not please. just candles don't rely on this yeah um a cool thing is objects so banishing things from objects like cursed Mm -hmm. objects Mm -hmm. Um, i've never encountered a cursed object i think we've talked about them before like if you're going to do a curse it could sometimes backfire and go into an object and stay in that object and impact other people and so if you do that um you can always cleanse that object or someone else might need to Say you acquire something, like from passing something down through the family or whatnot, and it has like super negative energy, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it was in a room that experienced something really bad or just has really bad memories associated with it. You can attempt to banish that feeling away as well. Okay. Those memories. That is cool. Yeah. Um, banishing is essentially cleansing, right? So you're cleansing the space, the energy field, the aura field, what have you. And there's a bunch of different ways you can do this. Um, I'm only going to cover some of them, but there are a bunch and it depends on how comfortable you are, but something to keep in mind. And, um, I, cause I talk about two different cultural things, um, throughout this, one at the end and one kind of in the middle, but um, always be mindful when you are practicing your craft or developing your craft that mm-hmm. some things may not be culturally appropriate to you. Um, yes. So just think about your heritage, think about what's comfortable to you, what you know, what your ancestors knew, and if that is something that you're comfortable with, um, go for it. Otherwise, let it be and use one of the other many, many um, tools available. Mm-hmm. To you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just ask yourself, if you have to ask yourself, is this cultural appropriation? Yeah. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah. Maybe try something else. If you have to ask yourself. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, here are some crystals that are super popular when um, – Completing, banishing ritual, uh, creating circles, um, or making an altar or a space to get these mm-hmm. going. Uh, the first one is smoky quartz. This one, it's all of these. I have five. They're perfect for protection. Um, all of them are, but mm-hmm. some other things. So smoky quartz is great for um, letting go, release, mm-hmm. helping with fear. So great stone, um, black tourmaline 
This one is fantastic in the energy realm. So mm-hmm. we talk about tourmaline all the time with anxiety. So um, any of these negative energies that I talked about could be causing you anxiety. So just using that black tourmaline. Um, but it's also a great protector of your actual energy around you, um, as well as like kind of like psychic energy. So it's a really mm. good shield. I think I've called it that yeah. before. So yeah. using that, wearing that when you're doing um, these kind of like spells be really helpful. Yeah. Black kyanite. Um, kyanite is that really cool stone that looks very um, striated and it kind of fans out. Right. And um, this stone really helps with trauma. So like if it's a very traumatic experience that you're trying to cleanse using this, wearing this, um, sweeping your aura field, like if energies are impacting your aura. Um, This one's also good with spirits banishing malicious intent, um, also with hexes. So using this stone in your circles or again, wearing it. Um, another one is silver obsidian, very similar to regular obsidian. It just has a silver tint to it, depending on where it's being um, mined or found. Mm-hmm. Mirroring, cool. it mirrors your inner self. Um, so whether that's mirroring your courage or even your fear to get rid of that. Um, again, it's really good for clean, cleaning the um, energy field around you. It's mm-hmm. great for safety and it's great for empowerment. So maybe you're a little bit nervous about doing these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really great stone for empowerment. Again, you could also use a citrine there too if you really wanted to empower yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And as always, clear quartz and amethyst, great mm-hmm. protection stones, great multi-purpose yes. stones. Um, just having them for grounding um, and kind of like energy protection, they're always your go-tos. Very easy to find. Very easy to find. So those are just some really good crystals and stones to use in your ritual, wear and or use in your circles to right. kind of help with these things. Um, they would also be great in spell bags or spell jars, mm-hmm. um, little pieces uh, to kind of like put places mm-hmm. just because they kind of like radiate all those things, especially with a lot of the negative energy. Yeah. So some candles. Um, black is the big one here. Black right. is like, I we'd like to say, if you can't find another one, but banishing, you kind of need a black candle. Right. <laughs> so yeah. um, you can find black candles on Amazon. Um, like starting in like November, the Dollar Tree does have black candles in the mm-hmm. class that we like rave about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, whenever I see the black ones at the Dollar Tree, I always get like five. Cause yeah. Yeah. If you buy a spell candle, chime candle set, there's always a black one in there. So um, right. you can find them on Etsy. There's also people sell the bundles of the little ones that, that can burn down mm-hmm. in like less than an hour. So you can find them. Um, but yeah. these are, number one dispeller of negative energy mm-hmm. so get yourself some black candles yeah but protection and dispelling of negative energy now banishing takes a lot of energy so you might also want to incorporate a red candle for strength and courage 
Okay. Um, if you are trying to banish something out of your home, you might want to incorporate a brown candle. And as always, white is your um, foundation, your go-to uh, great candle for purification. So say you have uh-huh. something really negative in your home, maybe you want to do a triad of a black, a brown, and a white candle. Um, Because three is better than one. So (laughs) those three colors would kind of really hit home, literally, um, if there's something in your home. (laughs) So (laughs) Uh, some essential oils or plants that you might want to incorporate. Say you want to melt some wax and roll your candles in dried herbs um, or you want to use oils to create kind of like a, a mixture to anoint your candles. Um, here are mm-hmm. some good ones you can use. So the, I'm going to start with this one just because we've said this a thousand times, but <laughs> in native American culture, White sage is the literal go-to for cleansing negativity and for banishing. However, you need to be mindful, again, if your culture is something that uses that. Again, if you have to ask yourself, it's probably not. With that in mind, there's like four other species of sage that you can get readily available and that you can dry yourself, that you can buy dried, and that you can use and the reason why the white sage, the reason why we just really discourage it, uh, one, being the cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. two, because it is so important to Native American culture, mm-hmm. but because it is becoming so trendy, yeah. people are buying it. And it's you can buy becoming, it layers. People are, it's becoming unsustainable. So for the people who really yeah. need it, who really require it, for their ceremonies, sacred ceremonies, are not able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone else is like, ooh, white sage, fun, like trendy, yeah. cool, like, which is fine. But ma- they're, like Jess said, there's other kinds of sage you can use. Yeah. And it's, it's having agricultural ramifications. So, yes. It's, it's being over harvested. And, yes. Which is not good. So, right. just be mindful. And if it is something that your family uses, sweet. If not, there's a bunch of other sages you can use. Mm-hmm. Now, um, this sage in general um, can be used dried in oil form or to um, smoke cleanse if you're going to use smoke. And this really just negativity does not like it. And it'll kind of like sweep it out of your home. Um, so again, great to put on that black candle, get you some regular green sage oil kitchen sage oil anoint Mm -hmm. your black candle with it it's like beautiful you know yeah um some other ones sandalwood um it really promotes uh, household protection it will boost your clairvoyance um and it's really good for like consecration so like once you're done with something you might want to use it for that purpose um Mm -hmm. yeah it smells so good um, vetiver, it, it's really cleansing and really purifying, um, offers huge protection against negativity as well. So, I mean, I would kind of highly suggest mixing the three, like if you had essential oils or dried, um, the sandalwood, the sage and the vetiver, 
kind mm-hmm. of like mixing that together and putting it on your black candle. I think okay. it would be real strong and smell uh-huh. real nice. Uh, lavender, it's always, it's just really calming, um, helps against nightmares, um, mm. which could help in the meantime before being right. uh, Oregano is a really big cleanser of negative energy. Frankincense, it protects you during the process. Um, did I say frankincense? I did. You did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let it go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Here in Southern California, frankincense <laughs> is where you go to buy like nerdy like Spongebob memorabilia and Pokemon <laughs> cards and stuff. It's like a store. That's so funny. It's really fun. Pregnancy brain for the win. <laughs> frankincense is what I meant. <laughs> Jeez, we got it. We got it. <laughs> so when you're in the process of banishing. It's not necessarily going to promote the actual banishment, but it's going to protect you. Oh, okay. Okay. Important. Yes. Uh, Eucalyptus healing and purifying. Um, Rosemary. Again, very good for cleansing and purification, getting rid of negative energy. Uh, This one actually helps with nightmares as well. Uh, Fennel for courage and strength. So again, Mm. just supporting the process. Delicious. Um, fennel also is a negative energy, like wards off negative energy too. So it'd be cool maybe if you dried some fennel and put it up above. That like sounds like door. you're making spaghetti. You know, I'm very I'm hungry. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> and then the one more ingredient, uh, basil. Um, great for doing things that involve families. So if you're trying to protect your family and uh, the home, so this would be another really good one to use if something's in your home. Okay. Okay. So before I talk about how to perform these and some examples, let's take a break. Hello, sit for a spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service Mm -hmm. is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better 
H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for Sit for a Spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash sit for a spell. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So you um, have these tools. Now what do you do? What do you do? Tell us, Jess. So one of the things you can do is wait for an opportune time in the moon cycle if you are able and willing. Mm-hmm. Um so banishing spells can be performed really any time, but apparently they can be super effective during a waning moon mm-hmm. or when the moon is in the signs of either Capricorn or Scorpio. I don't know why, okay. but we'll take their word for it. Um, Saturday, also a good day to do it. Don't know why again, um, <laughs> but... Generally, uh, when the moon is out, um, is best. You don't want to do it during a new moon because there is no moonlight. You want to do it like at night Uh, with moonlight, preferably during a waning moon, maybe on On Saturday. Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if you got something negative going on in your household, do it. Yeah, do what you got to do. Um. Now, there are some things that say when you're doing banishing, you want your movements to go counterclockwise, windershins. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's just a suggestion. Um, and let's see if an object is chosen to represent a person, an idea, or a thing, you want the item um, to represent the target to your mind. Uh, whether it be like symbolically, you don't want to just pick something up like a pencil and be like, this represents so-and-so, you know, right? <laughs> you want it to be very specific. Yeah. Um, running water, like a river um, or even just like a faucet or pouring water um, mm-hmm. can be utilized as an energy charge, like pouring it over um, the object that you choose, kind of like... Okay. Maybe running it under a faucet or if you're next to a stream or a river, running it through there and just like letting, thinking of the energy pouring over it and like kind of putting, mm-hmm. um, using that energy pouring over the object, you kind of like think about who, what you are um, yeah, symbolizing yeah. to yeah. kind of like, you're like filling that with that energy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um. Banishing of energy or entities is much more complicated. Um, right. It can take a lot more energy. So just make sure that you were like literally physically prepared. Right? Does it say or did you he- read anything about like um, doing something like if it is an entity or energy doing it alone versus with other people? Like just the extra energy of others. I would assume more energy is better than one. Um, But then those people would need to have the same amount of 
just like physical energy, like do the same kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. Like our episode last week, James talked about ritual baths and um, before performing any kind of banishing spell, a ritual bath um, done beforehand to promote that energy is always a really good idea. Um, oh, okay. Or if you're doing it for just something like less intense, uh, doing a nice cleansing ritual bath after is always a good idea as well. Okay. Okay. <coughs> so it could help if the if like the people you are with are on the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, frequency or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Maybe do some meditations together. Um, do some like calming rituals together. Cast your circle together. Kind of like mm-hmm. have the same idea of what's going to happen. Probably yeah. a really good idea. Right. Also cleanse your space, whether that's going to be a smoke cleanse, using salt, sweeping, um, way in, down the line we in the maternity leave saga <laughs> we do have an episode on cleansing um yeah but sweeping salt uh smoke sound um is always good yeah before you mm-hmm. do these things yeah so here are some very simple examples <clears throat> so the first one is just So, hold on. Let me caveat this with saying you want to do all those things before these examples, right? You want to uh, cleanse. You want to get your body prepared. You want to be mentally prepared. You want to do your circle if that's your thing. Call the elements if that's your thing. Then do these things. Mm -hmm. This is the last step. Yeah. So, the first one is giving orders. And this one is vocal, or with sound. You could use a bell, but for this example, you use your voice. So if you're trying to get rid of an unwanted spirit or entity, um, one of the very effective methods is to literally give it direction, right? Yeah. So you want to be firm, blunt, and loud voice, something strong. Um, Some examples of things you can say is, This is not the place for you. It's time for you to leave. Um, This is not your home. Like you need to move on. You need to move forward. Um, You might want to offer blessings or well wishes. Mm -hmm. Don't like piss it off, right? Like, (laughs) please, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) It was great having you here, but, you know. Um, you don't just be like fuck off yeah which sometimes works sometimes anger works anger matches anger but um sometimes you do want to be a little bit more delicate Mm -hmm. yeah perhaps it's your uncle and you just it's not working out for you you know yeah like thank you so much for being here i appreciate your presence what you're trying to do for me but i think right now you just really need to go yeah you know yeah. So giving orders, being vocal. The next one is elemental banishing. This one's fun. So it's a very popular method, and you use the various <laughs> elements fire, water, um, earth, and air, obviously. And um, you use them for purification and destruction. So you can bury something 
You can burn something. You could use the water for cleansing. You can blow things out, blow them away. Um, So say like you are trying to fix a curse or a hex or negative energy coming from a person. You can always write it down Mm -hmm. um, and burn it and bury it. Uh, Rip it up and blow it away. Um, Cleanse something with water. Cleanse an object with water. You can use as many elements as you feel comfortable with. You could just use one, two. It really doesn't matter. But it's about burning things, cleansing it with water, burying it, and blowing it away. Right? Mm -hmm. So, all or none. (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, you could technically get an object... Maybe bury it for a while, then take it out and burn it and blow it away. It's a lot yeah. of effort. But <laughs> I mean if you're desperate enough. Yeah. Whatever um whatever method works best for you. Whatever mm-hmm. you feel connected to. Some people feel more connected to certain things depending on like their astrological sign or just what they feel like um pulled towards. Like mm-hmm. I would be someone who would catch some like I would burn something. You know, right. Like that would be my yeah. go-to. Same. This next one, I'm just going to briefly touch on. We've talked about it before. And again, in our cleansing episode, there's a segment about it. But salt is great, right? Right. Um, salt in front of your windows and doorways, um, creating an energy block, uh, creating salts to help cleanse Um, To get rid of negative energies, many, many different things you can do with salt. It represents the earth. Um, So again, going back to the elemental, it's been used literally for centuries to get rid of negative energy. Um, Creating a black salt with various oils and charcoal, um, again, uses a protective barrier. So salt is great. And say you are working with an entity or a super negative energy that is just coming at you, you can always create a black salt or use the salt of your choice, um, an anointed salt to Mm -hmm. put in your circle, to put on your candles, rest your stones on, what have you, just as kind of like a boost um, to help with those. Let's see. The next is ritual and spell work. So sometimes banishing might involve more than just sprinkling salt in your doorway and or yelling mm-hmm. at something to go away, right? So sometimes you might need a little bit more oomph, you know? Yeah. You can't see me, but yeah. oomph. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so see, uh, there is a person that you wish to banish from your life. Um, you want to have a mental picture of a specific and active description of what you want to happen, right? So Mm. whether you want that person to just ignore you or if you are of the practice, you might want something negative to happen back to them. You might want their actions to be reflected back at them, what have you. Um, You want that very mentally stable in your head, right? Right. And you want to um have a very specific statement that you can say out loud right i want so and so to ignore me for the rest of my life <laughs> or like you want something <laughs> very specific using their name using a specific command okay okay um 
Let's see. You want some kind of link connecting the person. Um, so this is going to generally be a picture or an object. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have who it is, a very clear description of what you're trying to achieve and something that symbolizes them either literally or metaphorically. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. You can freeze that object. You can bind that object. You can burn that object. You can place that object in a mirror box. Um, mm -hmm. Whatever method of, it's essentially a binding, right? Mm -hmm. That you mm -hmm. want to use to banish that away, to okay. like, get them to leave you alone, right? Yeah. Um, I do want to caveat again. <laughs> um, if someone is bothering you or harassing you or abusing you, um, this is a good step, but also reach out to the appropriate people and or authorities. Yes. yes, please. Please and thank you. But this is a kind of a more like specific example of how to make someone leave you alone. Okay. Yes. So you want to write the troublesome person's name on a piece of paper tear it up get it out of your life okay um you can also burn it um so with the burning write the individual's name on a piece of paper burn the paper around the edges using a black candle um, and as you do so let them know that you are burning away whatever feelings whatever feelings right whether that be like relinquished love animosity mm -hmm. jealousy anger whatever you feel towards that person while you're burning the edges, you're kind of like um, physically trying to express that emotion out, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, burn as much of the paper as you can, as comfortable as that's safe, until all that's left is their name. You want to oh, okay. take that last little bit of paper to the place where you normally see them, whether it be school, mm -hmm. work wherever um, or maybe the last place you interacted with them if you don't see them on the regular and then mm -hmm. if possible this might be weird if it's like a coffee shop or something <laughs> you want to um bury it okay okay but i mean this could be <laughs> buried in some coffee grounds i mean it's going to be a little piece of paper right so like Say you it's are like a out, park or yeah, say you're at work and you just go outside the work, pretend you drop something, pretend you tied your shoe, make a little hole, stick it in the dirt, you know? Yeah. Like it yeah. could easily seconds. So it's it's yeah, doable. Yeah, yeah. Might just even like a coffee shop, there's plants in the front. Yeah. Like you make a hole with your finger, stick it in there, cover it up, it's buried. Boom. Boom. Um, this might be easier though, but it might look weirder. <laughs> depends <laughs> but if you don't want to take the time to bury it in front of that place you can also stand in front of the place tear up the paper into tiny tiny pieces and throw it into the wind but then mm. someone might be like what'd you do that person's littering <laughs> um but again totally up to you and who cares what yeah. other people think screw those people. yeah that was aggressive but <laughs> you get but it. it's true but it's <laughs> Sentiment is true. Um, another option, um, freezing it. 
freezing that person's name or mm-hmm. um there's something called balloon banishing i do not recommend this do not do it but i'm gonna tell you anyway um <laughs> balloon banishing you could buy biodegradable balloons you can you can yeah but you need helium too because you finish that ritual and then the little piece with just their name you stick in a balloon and you let it float away okay but okay. i mean the turtles the turtles eat the balloons and die so please maybe don't do that one <laughs> Unless you live somewhere like thousands of miles away from turtles. No, nowhere. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like very. You feel like one of those like lanterns, like those paper lanterns? Maybe, yeah, paper lanterns. Stick it on there or something. But like. Just be really mindful. Just bury it. Just bury it. <laughs> I'm very because uh, I love balloons. James knows this. If yeah. you know me, you know how much I love balloons. But I'm mm-hmm. very careful about how I dispose of them. Yeah. Um, and it makes me so upset if one flies away because I just think of like the turtle or the dolphin. All she thinks about is turtles. <sighs> Anyways, I digress. Because they look like jellyfish. Is that why? Yeah, they just look like a little fish in the water, and then they eat it, and they choke, and they die. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) To all our turtle lovers, we're sorry. Um, But yeah. Another one, um, if you're crafty, is making a poppet. So Mm. this is another one um, for specific people or entities, if you are very familiar with them. Yeah. Um, this is a good one to use when you not only want to be left alone, you want the person to like be completely out of your life. Okay. You want to light two black candles, um, one on each side of your workspace and have those lit while you are creating your puppet. So mm-hmm. you could have them anointed if you want to with whatever um, oils you feel or dry herbs you feel would support you. Mm-hmm. And you want to create a puppet. Out of your preferred material, Um, as you are assembling it, you want to make sure that you tell the puppet how much you don't like it and how much your life would be better with it gone or the the representation. Make sure you're using um, a mental link, uh, even even saying it out loud, uh, Mm -hmm. just expressing it out into the world, just keep repeating just how much better your life would be all the bad things that would go away be very specific be detailed you know yeah yeah um if you're in a really big hurry to get this person or entity out of your life you can um (laughs) this is funny but you can light its bottom on fire like literally putting a fire under it you know like making Mm -hmm. it like rush yeah be safe just maybe like singe it a little bit because <laughs> poppets could be big and depending on what material you use, it could maybe light very quickly. So right. just, you know, use be, be careful. Yeah. Um, then you're going to take it to the edge of your town and bury it. So bury it outside of your city. Like okay. um, maybe go to a park outside of your city and bury it or something like that, you know? Yeah. But you want so it like that's more out. that's more conspicuous than <laughs> yes. paper. But yeah, it is. But this is more, I guess, uh, intense. Yeah, intensive. Yeah. Definitely needed in some situations. Yeah. Um, if you use clay or wax as your medium, you can always uh, melt it down or 
or smash it instead of burying it somewhere because it's just Ooh, that sounds fun you know yeah um allow your two black candles to burn down until they're gone so use birthday candles if you can find black ones which you probably can and or use probably. the chime candles and then by the time you're done making your puppet depending on how specific you're being they will burn down I, yeah yeah pretty quick so yeah that one's pretty fun pretty cool I like yeah. that one if you're crafty. Yeah, fun. Okay. Um, you get to like put your energy into it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, this is the last one. And this one is um, culturally specific. So, again, um, this might not be something that I would use. But if someone else out there will find this um, helpful based on their culture, do it. Mm hmm Mm -hmm. So this is a four thieves banishing spell and this is practiced in hoodoo and folk magic. Um, so if you are of those realms, sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um, what you need here is four thieves vinegar. Okay. So let's start by telling you how to make it. Okay. <laughs> you can buy it. Um, lots of Etsy shops that specialize in hoodoo and folk magic sell it. Um, kind of like the Florida water, how you can like buy it pretty easy. Right. You can buy Four right. Thieves Vinegar very easy on Etsy. Um, or at a craft, not craft store, not like Michael's, but like a, uh, <laughs> a cult shop. Like a new age store yeah, or something. exactly. Um, so here's how you make it at home though. So you want a very good quality vinegar. Like apple cider, apple cider vinegar is really good. Red wine vinegar. You want to cool. then peel and mince four cloves of garlic and add them to your vinegar um, just in like a jar. Like it doesn't say a specific amount of um, vinegar, maybe like half a cup or if you're going to use mm -hmm. it for a long period of time, like be mindful, maybe make a big batch or small batch, whatever. Yeah. So... Have your jar, pour your vinegar in it, dump in your minced four cloves of garlic. Um, the tradition here is that each thief contributed a single ingredient to it. Um, so you can choose any four of the following. Um, black or red pepper, cayenne or chili pepper, lavender, rue, rosemary, mint, sage, wormwood, thyme, or coriander. So you just want four, right? And then add these to the jar and you're going to allow the mixture to sit for four full days. Um, it's recommended that it sits in the sun, but then there are others who actually say sit in the a cabinet. Uh, maybe it depends on your own practice and maybe you prefer sun energy over dark energy. Up to you. I'm sure it would be just as good if you left it out um, outside because then it would get the moonlight as well. Mm. Um, either way, shake it once a day so everything keeps mingling. And then after the fourth day, you can store and use in your spell work. Nice. Yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. So, and then what you do with it is even simpler. Um, <clears throat> so, this is for something who's someone who's bothering you, energy that's bothering you whatever right mm -hmm. you're going to write the target's name on a piece of paper um you can use brown paper you can use parchment you're going to soak the paper in the four thieves vinegar 
fold the piece of paper up as small as you can and bury it. One school of thought is you should bury it in a pot, preferably under a cactus. Um, But the cactus part is just so no one, like, messes with it because it's by a cactus. Okay. But, I mean, people don't have cactuses readily available. So, you know. True. Depending on what part of the world you're in. Yeah. So that one is super simple. Yeah. Easy. And easy peasy. So, so that's just some, like, you got someone bothering you, you got spirit bothering you, you got energy bothering you, intermingle any of these things. Make right. your own ritual. Those are often the most powerful. You do right. you. Just some things yeah. that I would really suggest, salt, black candle, you're good to go. Prepare yeah. yourself ahead of time. Okay. Throw the salt at the person that's Throw bothering you. Throw it directly at their face. Try to get it in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just carry a spritz bottle of Four Thieves vinegar with you. Yeah. There you go. Just <laughs> spray them. Like a cat. Like a cat that's on the counter. Yeah. Well, you're, them. you're just like in your <laughs> office and you're like, shut up, like, Susan. No. <laughs> just <laughs> it's always a Susan, isn't it? Just kidding. That's not what this is for. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be. Can't tell me what to do. No. <laughs> well, you that's cool. Trouble, I mean, that's good. Like, it's my cleaning product. I, I'm a natural. It's all natural. <laughs> You'd be like, why are you talking to me? Talk to Susan. She doesn't know how to mind her own business. She keeps eating my yogurt. She keeps throwing me under the bus in board meetings. Yeah. Stuff like that. Well, that's good. I think we've all had those instances where we would rather not be bothered by something or someone. Yeah. I like the idea of using them in um, for someone who may be struggling with addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in addition to professional help, I think yeah. um, it's a good sort of put it out there in the universe. Yeah. And know? like a reminder to yourself. Yes. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're taking this extra step to sort of. Yeah. And it could even be, be, say you have plans to get that person or even yourself help. This could just be like a first step in mental preparation for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's like a very active role. Like if it's for yourself, you yeah. know, it's not just, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just staying sober. Now you're actively taking an extra step, which I think is important as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But whatever you need it for, it's very useful. Very useful. It is. It is. And um, they're all generally very simple. It's just, again, it's just depending on what you're dealing with. It's it's the physical energy. It's your own mental willpower that kind yeah. of is like the the changing factor here, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, if it's some kind of like real big energy, whatever kind, you just mm-hmm. want to be me- mentally and physically prepared as much as you can. Because mm-hmm. again, maybe you're doing a banishing spell that takes a lot of energy and you're actually drawing something in, you know? So just... True. Be mindful, be careful, and uh, you do you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
You do you. That's it. That's it for this one. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Um, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We haven't said that in like a thousand years. Right. Rate, review, subscribe, Follow tell a friend. On Instagram at Ziffersville Subscribe on, grab your friend's phone and subscribe them. Yes. Even if they don't listen to your any podcast. Phone, your grandma's phone. Yeah, they won't even know. They won't know. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, follow us on all the stuff. Send us in your uh, requests, your questions, yeah, yeah, your yeah. suggestions, corrections. Mm-hmm. Um, wear a mask. Yes, please. Get vaccinated when it's your turn. Yes, please. Will and enable. Be nice to each other. Always be nice. Or someone's going to try to banish you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.